Hello, and welcome to another episode of IA Sports Baseball. Play ball! everyone you got Kilroy you got John we're all here and ready to go well not all of us Mongo's not here but you know we're all here in the sense that the the two of us are here and Mongo's spiritually here with us uh he's just driving home from a road trip so he's not able to make it this week it's the summertime baby able to go on vacation speaking of vacation that's not really a good segue we're gonna kick (laughs) things off by talking about uh, John's top three National League rookies so the best rookie in the National League this year has to be Corbin Carroll. There is no question about it. He started the season in the major leagues, and he's played basically every game. He had that little shoulder injury that came back up. He has a 5.3 war this season, which is the best out of any rookie. It doesn't matter which which uh, division or side they're on. Uh, uh, one of my other – one of the other rookies is Matt McClain of the Rays. Not the Rays. Uh the Reds, he has been incredible. He's been called up, and uh, there's no questions. He has a 2.9 war. He's been incredible. And then his teammate, Ellie De La Cruz, ever since he's been called up, the Reds have been hot. So with him being called up and Matt McLean, they're both looking like they're, they're stars for the Reds for years to come, and it's exciting. And I can't wait to see what Ellie has in his next year. But it, it sucks for those two because Corbin Carroll has been incredible. So it's a pretty much a foregone conclusion at this point. We're pretty far into the season that Corbin Carroll mo- will most likely win uh, Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Um, but you know, it is that's good news for the the, the Reds though, because that's kind of what the Yankees did in the in the '90s is they built through their their youth, um, and then that got them championships and gave you know a lot of Yankee fans out there uh, a great team to root for because you you know when you're able to 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 see a player grow or players grow together and be able to get that championship. It really brings you to, to a different level of fandom that um, I, I, as a fan of other sports, I can't say I've, I felt other than when with the, that with the Yankees uh, and, you know, with the, uh, the, the Ravens when they won their last Super Bowl. Uh, that was with Joe Flacco and Ray Rice when they were <coughs> came in and around together. And yeah, anyway, that's not important. But the uh, yeah, is, so that's that's good for the the Reds. They can hopefully build on this. They have you know start getting. I mean, the, what's their record? They have a good record there. They're they're. I'm pretty sure they're either second place in their division. I'm not 100 percent sure. They're they're but they're tied for second with the yeah. with the Chicago at 61. Uh, sorry, 62 and 59. Very good record. Better than the Yankees. Um, <laughs> and are they in the play? Are they in the uh, wild card? Let's see. They are currently sitting one game outside. One yeah. game back. That's nothing. They can they can definitely get in if they if they if they uh, put on a little run. It, yeah, and they keep it together. Um, so that's good. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll see how how the this the rest of this plays out um, for them. Uh, Corbin Carroll is of course going to still be winning Rookie of the Year unless Whoa. there's some major major drop off. It would have to be yeah. catastrophic um, yeah, drop off. Sure. And uh, yeah, so. Uh, 
Now let's hear about your American League. So for the AL, the front runner is right now, when I looked it up, is uh, the Orioles shortstop slash third baseman, Gunnar Anderson. He has, the whole Orioles team has been incredible all year. There, there's no questions about it. They exceeded expectations by basically everybody in the game. Um, and it's all on the back of him and Adley, those two together. And they called up Colton Kowser and uh, Westberg, I'm pretty sure how you say his last name. They're calling up their rookies and they're showing up to perform. It shows that they want to build inside their system as well. And they want to drag some bigger pieces in the offseason for them to come and maybe win a World Series either in the years to come or maybe this year. I, I don't feel like they are because the Braves have been unstoppable all year and the Astros are finally getting hot. So it's going to be tough. Uh, another guy, the only pitcher I have on here, Tanner Bybee, I'm pretty sure I know you pronounce it. He has been the best rookie starter of, and who's of he all with? the rookies. Uh, Cleveland, the Guardians. Uh, he has been the best of all. He, I picked him up in fantasy, and he's been incredible. He, There's no questions about it. He's going to be a star. That The Guardians produce pitching, so he has a very good future ahead of him. And the last person I have is Masataki Yoshida, the, uh, the Japanese superstar that came over this year. It's showing why the Red Sox signed into that big deal that everybody thought was an overpay, which is looking out like it's the perfect pay amount for him. He's batting 300 this year. Probably could win the batting average title or whatever it is. He's been great. It sucks that he's with the Red Sox, and we're going to have to see him for years to come as Yankees fans. But he's yeah. a good player, and there's no questions about him. So this, though, is a bit tighter, right? Like this, this rookie yes, rate this is, is not a, quite is... as definitive as with the National League where... Yeah, the AL um, is a lot tighter. So it, this one will be much more interesting to see as the season progress, uh, as the season starts to conclude, because we're already, you know, halfway through August, where September's right around the corner. And as we know, that's pretty much when, you know, teams really start packing it up who know that they're, they're not making it. And those who, who are still on the, who still feel like that they, they're on that verge of, 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 of making some sort of run will push yeah. a bit harder. Um, so, you know, the uh, Gunnar Henderson would be more an advantage in, in that sense because yes. the fact that the Orioles are currently the best team in the American League. Um, and, yeah. and they would, they're not going to want to, they're not going to, they're not going to just all of a sudden be like, hey, um, you know, you've been doing a lot for us, uh, but we're worried about, you know, about you. So we're going to just bench you the rest of this year. Yeah. That's not going to happen at the point that this point they're in the, in the, in, in the belief that they're going to at least be, con, you know, contending for the AL uh, East tie, division oh. title. Um, so, you know, that, 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 that gives him an advantage over the other two. I mean, the guardians are uh, technically in it. They're only four games back, but the twins have just, seem to be in the the better of the two teams. Yes. Um so we, that that's pretty much a foregone conclusion. And the Red Sox, well, um they're not they, they have the same record as the essentially the uh, actually a better record technically than the the Twins, but boy, the American League East is really good and the rest of the American League's record, I mean outside of the West where you have really just three relatively two strong teams and then a, a fledgling team in the, the Mariners who just yeah. are super inconsistent all year. Um, yep. But yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, I I think that there's a good chance that you, this, this comes down to like 
the wire in 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 this sense more so than than anything else. I'm uh, I mean I was looking at I'm looking at uh, Tanner's numbers and they're that's actually so like really good. You know he's got this is you said it's Tanner. I don't know how to pronounce that. By me, I, I yeah me neither. It's by me. I'm just that's how I read it. He's he's nine and two with a two point nine zero ERA and one hundred and six strikeouts and a one point two one whip. All good numbers. Uh, is I don't believe he has a lot of walks or anything. Um, no, he doesn't want. No, they're they're you know these are all very respectable numbers, especially seeing it's only been you know 19 games. Uh, he's pitched 108.2 innings. This is this is those are good numbers. You know he's almost averaging a strike an inning, a strikeout an inning, a strike an inning. Ooh. <laughs> that would be a, a strikeout an inning, which is which is great. That's what you want in a young. He's 24. This guy's yep. got at least 10 more years in his career, at least. Uh, this is someone you can build your staff around. Um, he doesn't have to be an ace either, but he can nope. be your ace, and that's 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 great for the Guardians. And uh, they're, 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 they're pitching is always for me. I feel is always tougher to get, like yeah. good starting pitching. Uh, I mean, look at the you know you know look at look at the Mets. They thought they did they they thought they they did great. They went out and got Max um, Scherzer and Justin Verlander and. Both got flipped because they couldn't, yeah. and you know they just couldn't deal with it. Um, the Yankees have been struggling with injuries with their pitching, and just in general, if you're able to get young, good starters, that's great. Uh, so let's. I, I I think based off of these numbers, his numbers are, are I have it up. They're well, his so average is down, but his average is average is tough, right? That's because of the first two months or like the first yeah. month and a half, he wasn't doing too great, but. As of late, he's picked it up. He's been on a tear. He's been hitting the ball hard. Uh, and that's yeah. that's one of the problems with just looking at batting average. Um, yeah, batting average is not a good stat to look at when, when it comes to it. What is his war, though? Uh, His war is... There's probably somewhere here. His war is 4-1, uh, 4.1. Okay, that's So he's second among all rookies behind that's, Corbin Carroll. That's really solid. Yeah, Um, and then what about... Yeah, I mean, boy, it's hard to tell. The, the, I this is you can't go wrong with any of these three. No, oh, definitely. But there's always that one that stands out a little bit more. And for me, that is Tanner. For me, it's Tanner for a struggling uh, Guardians team. If you're coming up, and there wasn't much pressure on him anyways because he wasn't like that big top prospect for them. Mm-hmm. But he's showing like he could have been because he brought up Gavin Williams. He struggled a little bit, but he's picked it up as of late. And I can't remember their other young pitcher that they brought up, but with the way that he has been, Tanner has been pitching as of late. He pitched against the Blue Jays and the Rays in in the week last week. He only gave up two runs, and one was because of an error of Jose Ramirez and a throwing error, or it was a throwing error of Jose Ramirez that gave up both of those runs. So he's been solid, and he, it shows that he could pitch against good, solid teams like the Blue Jays and the Rays. Well, that's good. It's it's nice for. Uh... Per the Guardians. All right, let's move on to the main topic. The topic we've been talking about all year, it feels like. What is going on with New York baseball? The Mets were supposed to be front runners, and the Yankees were supposed to be front runners. Both of these teams, well, all right, the Yankees are in last in the American League East, and the 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 Mets are not last in the uh, National League East, only because the Nationals are bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> yep. But it's not like they're much better. They're one and a half games ahead of the Nationals. That's not great when you really look at how bad the Nationals have been in recent 
uh, years. And the expectations for the Nationals were so low this year coming in. I, I forget how many wins I gave them, but I, I, it was embarrassing. Um, and the fact that they're neck and neck with the Mets, and it's not because the Nationals are just got lucky and started playing really well, and the Mets just collapsed. The Mets were in, were, were going into the last into the playoffs last year, tied with the Braves, and this is a monster fall off. They had over a hundred wins last year. They're currently at 55 this year and 66 losses. They're not going to get close to those numbers. They couldn't. They they sold off at the deadline. They there's just nothing redeeming about this year for them. Buck Showalter looks like he's over over he's over the hill at this point as a coach, which he's known to not be able to take teams to the promised land. But this has to be one of his biggest drop offs as a manager. Um, I don't see how a team could give him a contract after this debacle with the Mets. And I'm assuming the Mets are going to move on from him. There's no reason for them to keep him. He's not who they you would he's not a good manager for a rebuild. Um and he's not going to get you to a championship. So at this point, you just move on from him and you you go get either a manager you think is better for a rebuild and start rebuilding this Mets team, or go get, you know, a manager who you feel who has has a championship pedigree. Um, go get Joe Girardi. You know he's out there, um, and he's a, he's a, he's used to New York. He's he's coached in New York. You know, go do something like that. Uh, the crosstown rivals Yankees are better in terms of record, but they have super underperformed this year, mostly due to injury, but also a bit of coaching incompetence and the owners becoming tight with money. Um, like Mago has been saying, it was very, so the Yankees made no, essentially virtually no real moves at the deadline. They got a couple of relievers or whatever, but they had, they, they, that, that was not stuff that they needed to do per se, but they, they went out and did just to make people be, feel like they did something. Um, you know, they didn't address their base left field. Um, they didn't try to do anything about their starting pitching. Um, which was a bit curious as well because that that starting rotation had been plagued with injuries all year and wouldn't you know and and just Severino Severino not living up to what he used to be so you thought you would think that they would try to maybe find a starter or or, or a uh, potential long you know one of those hybrid starter relief pitchers that they could you know put in in, in that situation um, they did not really address their base but. They kind of lucked into it with uh, IFK has, uh, you know, been very good at third base for them. Uh, but they still have not figured out left field. That does not seem to be like it's ever going to get fixed this year. Uh, they're going to they're they're just hoping that the rookie call ups in September will fix yeah. fix it enough. But the Yankees at this point are 500 this is the, the worst they've been this late into a season since I believe uh, it's at 95. I saw somewhere 95, yeah, I'm pretty sure 95. where they were 61 and 61 at this point in the uh, was was their worst they've ever been. Uh, not the worst they've ever been. But you know what I mean? Since since that anyway. So, you know, they're not doing great. They're on a four game losing streak. They haven't they've only won one series in the past, like, 13, I think it was, or something ridiculous like that? They haven't won one since June 30th against the Royals, where they swept the Royals. I'm pretty sure that was. Whenever they swept the Royals was the last time they actually won a series. And so they've that's, been... that's sad. The Royals are not a good team, so it's not like no. that's a benchmark. <laughs> 
Yeah. It's not like they swept the 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 Tampa Bay Rays or the the Houston the Astros. Yeah, it's been historically bad for the Yankees, and they need to either. And and I feel like what makes it worse is they could they they potentially rushed Judge back for them, right. Yeah, they didn't make a big move in free in in free agency other than him. Sorry, not in free agency at the trade deadline to uh, protect him for when he did come back. Right, like they didn't go out and get a bat. Their batting has been terrible this year. Now, I'm not talking about home run production. I mean, they can't get on base. <laughs> yeah, the only person who's been getting on base is Jake Bowers and Glaber Torres. But as we all know, Glaber Torres gets hot, and then he goes on a long cold streak, and then gets hot again. He's done it three times this year. He's gone on a 15-game hitting streak, a 10-game hitting streak, and a 15-game hitting streak. And... In between those times, he's gone 0 for 40, 0 for 12, 0 for 13, or whatever like that. And every, I feel like every single time it comes to the trade deadline, he just doesn't. It happened this year. It happened very much last year. Everybody disliked him last year. But um, with Judge in this lineup, it, they're not pitching to Judge. He has like 17 walks in every, in, since he's came back, and that's in like 11 games. They're just walking him because they're not afraid of anybody behind him. So... It, it, it's bad. They and apparently now reports are saying Judge is just going to avoid surgery in the off season. With even though he said he might just get it in the off season, now he's saying or they're saying he doesn't need it. So this is coming down to what are you guys going to do? Are you going to just call up Everson Pereira or play right or left field for you now, or are you going to call up Spencer Jones real quick? Jason Dominguez looks like he's about to be ready to get called up as well. You got. They got to make a plan. Are you just going to go all in on your young guys, or are you going to stay in? You're you're what six games back of the wild card. You, I you're not. You, you can't get over the Mariners. You have 14 games against the Red Sox and the Blue Jays left, and you play the Red Sox this weekend. So you better either sweep that or take two out of three. And the next time they even face the Blue Jays is not. I I don't think until September, and that's only in seven games. That's three at home, four at uh in in the Rogers Center. So they don't have many games. To, they have they have to figure it out quicker than later. And even next weekend, they play the Astros. In, so, and they are historically bad against Exactly. And they surprisingly took two out of four against Houston last two weekends ago or something like that. And this team can't score. When they do score, they win. They had a blow-up against the uh, Marlins. They were up four going into the ninth inning, and they gave up five runs. Um and that was on a Garrett Cole start where he went six and one-third innings. You got to win when your ace is on the mound, and they have not done that in the past couple starts. Sevy looks like a lost dog on this team. He can't find his control like he was in his early days. Rodon does not look like the contract we gave him is going to look great. Nestor Cortez back on the IL after one start. Randy Vasquez, a rookie, and Johnny Brito have been – overshine and forgot the guy named Clark Schmidt. He has been holding it down as a starter. Everybody disliked him in the playoffs after he gave up a walk-off single. And I feel bad for the kid, but all the pressure has landed on him and Garrett Cole. So if they could figure it out, and with the Mets, I like what the Mets did. They brought in players who played in the World Series, have been solid. But you're paying a 40-year-old almost $50 million to pitch for and. Now you have to eat up some of that salary just not to be able to sign someone in free agents. So that could just be terrible for you guys to end up not getting Shohei because you guys don't have the money or not getting Warren Soto when his deal's up. Like, 
that or yeah, that's really it. Those are the two big fishes on the market. Yeah, I mean, it was very questionable for the Mets to be giving Justin Verlander and um, Max Scherzer such Ridiculous contracts at their yeah. at their age, especially this offseason with with Justin Verlander. That just seemed odd. Yeah. It made no real sense. No one was really bidding against him. Houston would have loved to have him back. And ho ho, guess what? Houston got oh, him back. Got him back. Yep. <laughs> uh, and it cost them less, right? Because the Mets are eating most of it. So, oh yeah, the Mets are eating like thirty million dollars of that contract because it's a gr- that was a great. First off, Verlander, it's great for him, right? He's still getting all the money he wanted, so he's yep. not losing out on money. Second off, he's now back with the team he's very familiar with, and third, this team's actually contending. This yep. team is hot. They're one of the best teams in baseball. Their record doesn't necessarily indicate that, but they are the best one of the best teams in team. baseball. They're the best postseason teams. It showed. They, I saw a weird thing that um, in the last five seasons, the Astros have more wins than the White Sox have in their whole career in the playoffs. And I'm their whole history, yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, and it's shocking, and it shows how good the Astros have been in the past five seasons. It, even crazy, if how many? Because the White Sox don't they have a World Series? At least one yeah, World Series. That's sixteen wins right there, right? Yeah, yeah, sixteen. I'm pretty sure I could be a little bit off or something like that. But yeah, they have a world. Or no, I, yeah. Right, because uh, didn't they win it with Mark Burley? Yes. Yes. Didn't they won it recently? I'm not crazy. It was like 2007. 2005. Ah, I was close. Still, it's shocking how dominant the uh, the Astros have been. Even if I was the one seed and I have like a 10 game advantage on the Astros, I, I I'll be afraid to face them. They have that. They won the World Series twice for a reason, and they've been there every single season except the COVID season, basically. They're the scariest team, and it doesn't matter who you're facing. And they're only getting they're, – they're getting better. They got a couple of young guys that came – they're doing well. Yeah, Jordan, Kyle Tucker. Altuve is probably arguably one of the best leadoff hitters in the game right now. They got Jeremy Payne, a young guy who's been hitting. Like, they are scary. It's crazy. And what's crazier is they're supposed – the Yankees are supposed to be rivaling them right now, right? They're supposed to be – this yeah. is supposed to be a big rivalry. But it's never really felt that way. It's felt like the Yankees are will play in the regular season, and they're not even this year, play well in the regular season, and then disappear in the playoffs year in and year out. And this year, it finally caught up to them to the point that they judge they lost judge for such a long time that they couldn't even they couldn't overcome it. And th- this isn't the first time they've had major injuries with Judge. The team has just been was better constructed back then yeah. uh, that they were able to to not worry about it as much. Uh, and not that Shohei doesn't deserve it, right? Like, Shohei clearly is the MVP. But this kind of makes you realize, huh, this Yankee team is garbage without Aaron Judge. Like, and that's not that's not fair, right? Because obviously Garrett Cole is a Cy Young candidate, and they have a few other good pieces here and there. But garbage is obviously a harsh term. They're 16-60. They're not, a, they're not like a bottom-feeding team. But, like, my, my point still stands that without Judge, this team is 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 five is is a five is not even a five hundred team. Yeah. Where totally. with Shohei, the Angels are 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 are, are not even a five hundred team. Exactly. But I digress. That's that's neither here nor there. Obviously <laughs> Shohei does deserve the MVP. He's going to yes. most likely win it this year. If he doesn't, that, that I don't I don't understand the voters. Um <laughs> it's been quite a year for the Yankees there. What, six games out you said? Uh, yeah, close five or six games out, yeah, because they keep losing. At what point they, do you um, shut Judge down? They are six and a half games out. 
they're three games behind the Boston, so they need a sweep to even get close. So if you if 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 let's say they end up going one two this weekend, right? Again, you said this uh, against Boston, right? Boston, yep. So that would put them seven and a half. Do you shut down Judge then at the rest of the year? No, because I think he just wants to play. I think there's a case where you just shut down like a Stanton because he. It looks like he's not even trying when he's running. There's a clip of him running home, and it looks like he's just jogging or mm. walking. Like there's a shot where you just start benching players, like they would they with Donaldson. They put him on the IL for sixty days, and two weeks later, you see him practicing on the field. So he wasn't injured. It's kind of like a thing where, hey, we're gonna put you on the IL. Go do something. You're gonna get your money. Yeah. Please go do something else. And they're they're they they have rookies or prospects that should be called up soon austin wells rodon said he loved his catching that's saying something everson Pereira, he just got called up like three weeks ago to triple a he's batting almost 400 with a 500 on base percentage he should be called up and be playing left field he has elite defense out there um esteban floriel biggest biggest person out there he hasn't gotten consistent at bats right now in the big leagues every time they call him up they call him up let him play two games they sit him so the guy's healthy. And then they have other – Spencer Jones, he's 22. He's still in high A. Call him up to double A. Jason Dominguez deserves to be in triple A. He should sniff the majors this year right now. He should be called up. He's probably better productive out there in left field or center more than Harrison Bader, John Carlos Stanton, and then maybe even IKF, even though IKF has been on a tear. There, There's players who's ready to be called up, and I think it should be time to just see what the young guys could do for the rest of the year. It's going to be interesting, to say the least. Um, the offseason is going to be quite uh, a, a, a scary one. So here's the thing. We've discussed this before. Mongo is, is is pretty adamant about it. We're not going to see much change, right? Like, this team is not going to magically just change. This team is the team you have moving forward, at least for another year, um, which leads me to believe that they, they'll keep Boone one more year because it's the last year of his contract, and then just let him walk, right? You don't need a scapegoat. Your scapegoat is injuries. Their team was plagued with injuries. That's your scapegoat for them. So we'll see. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? No. Nope. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all so much for watching. Remember, like, share, subscribe, comment down below. Which of the New York teams is the bigger disappointment? We'll catch you guys next time. That's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs>